black women. I just wanna let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine. What's up with it? Hey guys, this is Megan Jeanette. You can call me Meg. And this is your boy Greg. What's happening? And I really like tea. I don't like cats. And welcome back to Get It Together. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, welcome. We're the show that explores what it means to grow and work together in your relationships finances, faith, and fun. Relationships. Relationships. I don't know why I always have a list when I say the word relationships. Relationships. <laughs> it's very Relationships. But it is what it is. So uh, let's get into a self-care check. How are you doing? For one, let me just say, I, I said I don't like cats and I feel like I got to elaborate. I don't like feet. I don't like the animal cat. <laughs> you don't like the animal? The animal cat. You know I don't like cats. I, oh, it, you thought you thought they. Meant, you know, you know how people have horrible minds. Okay. Some people I don't have think very. They thought that. I don't. You made okay. this very awkward. No, I did not. <laughs> yes, I said, said what I said. Okay, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Oh my god, that was a lot. <laughs> Whoa, goodness. I'm feeling good. I have a lot of energy, so that's why I'm a, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. I mean, um, some good stuff has been happening these past couple of uh, days. Mm -hmm. And um, it's got me on 10. So I'm, I want to be modest and humble about it. But I'm not going to do it because your boy got a roll. And I just Woo! came back from Tennessee from doing uh, this show that I just got done uh, recording. I was down there for like three days. Yeah. Free hotel. Three to four days. <clears throat> I got to say, I think if I ever got discouraged into acting, I think the free hotels and the free food and the staff asking me whatever you want, Mr. Harris, you can get. <laughs> I think that motivated me just a little bit more. So, yes, I got to yeah. say, you know, I, but I, I missed my wife while I was gone. OK, <laughs> obviously he's acting. It's fine. But no, seriously, though, that it's been really, really dope. I'm very it's just crazy as. It's just crazy that you're like gonna be on TV, yeah. <laughs> like this fast. And this is a major network, so, and this is a I'm big time excited. TV show. And yeah, and I'm proud of you. Yeah, and a lot of my classmates that. in my my class, they were like, "Dog, you booked a TV show and you just started." Yeah, like, that's something to be proud. I was very like, "Oh, you know, I, I booked a show." What did you tell me whenever I was stressing out the other day? God favors us. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, we are heavily you are favored. doing it. We are heavily favored. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so for me. I'm feeling good. Okay. I feel like during that time that you were gone, I had a huge Megan awakening where I had to like sit down and talk to myself. Okay, Megan, like what are your goals next? Because I feel like this whole time I've been very focused on what Greg has been doing That's true. and you getting your acting career together and just really just trying to figure out life. But I just didn't know where I would go next. I didn't know where what I actually wanted to do in life at that point in time. Cause I mean, I've always been goal oriented. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my degree and then I'll do this. And now I'm like, I've achieved all those goals and now I'm 29 and I don't really know. I don't really know. I didn't really know what was next. So mm. yeah, but now I do and I feel good. Let's, yeah. let's take that number out though. Let's, 
And I'm not talking about you. Per, oh, no, per se. I'm fine with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You know, per se, because I want to let people know that, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are, you can still accomplish. I, what was, who was it? I think it was Viola Davis, Taraji P. Henson. Uh, a lot of them didn't start in the acting career until they were like 32, yeah. 33. Mm-hmm. And they jumped into it. They did their thing. So I... I the whole twenty nine thing, I don't know. That's I don't do that no more. Oh well, I was saying for me, no, where I know, I'm at, I know, I know where I'm you, what you're talking about. I'm just talking about like in my, like if I can relate it to something. Okay, that's what I would relate it to. I'm like that twenty nine thing, girl. Well, you can okay. conquer the world by next year. You can conquer yeah. the world by by next month. So let's okay, not. Okay, you try. took that a different way. Oh my god. Like that was my self care <laughs> check, but then he's like, oh my god. I was trying to motivate you. I ain't gonna. <laughs> I ain't gonna motivate her again. Okay. I'll never do it again. Don't look at, don't look at Warren. Okay. I'm not looking at Warren. I'm looking at the audience. <laughs> okay. See how you how oh, I went God. all the way right here. Yeah. Okay. You? Whatever. 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 Thank all you, right. babe, for trying to motivate me. I was just saying that I am very excited about where I'm at in life. I've accomplished a lot, and now I'm ready to give you my creative journey. Man, get your and the fact that me. I'm 29, I'm here. I'm happy about it. Get your hands. All right. <laughs> so let's get into our taboo talks. Sweet taboo. I like the song. Keep singing. No, I don't know the words of it. Y'all, Greg can sing it. He never like likes to sing, but uh, it's okay. Oh gosh, we're not gonna get into it. <laughs> Stop it. All right. So I'm gonna ask you. Okay. So what is the number one cause of divorce in America? Dun dun dun! Just got the husband eats all the food. I mean, actually, you were really close. <laughs> it's lack of commitment. I'm about to say I'm, I'm being funny. I'm <laughs> just, I'm being funny. That's not what I thought you were gonna say. Because <laughs> what you thought I was gonna say? I thought you were gonna say money problems. Oh, I, I thought the obvious thing was you're gonna probably bring up money problems. I was trying to be funny. Oh. Obviously, money problems is the number one. No, problem. it's not. Lack of commitment is. Lack of commitment. <laughs> Well, money but problems is literally like what? It's yeah, I mean it's 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 in there, but yeah, yeah definitely lack of commitment. But okay. I mean today we're gonna talk about money, you know, the little green monster, um, and just really honestly about money. I think that what's been interesting for us whenever we have, I guess, become married and mm-hmm. stuff, that I think that I've learned a lot about you beyond what I feel like I already knew. Mm-hmm. So when we were dating and stuff, I knew your personality. I knew you were fun. I knew that you love God. I knew that we vibe really well. Um, but I did not, I really didn't deeply know your money habits right. until we got married. Right. And I, I think vice versa. Well, like because me. I would say because of that, you know, when we were dating, we only saw each other three days, like two and a half days of the week. And then when we moved in, it was during the pandemic. And then the next year, I was in the academy, in the fire academy, so I was making more money. So there was never like a time where it was like, all right, this is something going on financially. It was always like, a, okay, we might have a little financial problem, but next week it's fixed. Yeah. It, like now that we're married and we're like in, on the same boat, you know, the job, the, you know, nine to five here, you working. Now it's like, okay, now I can see that there's a, a wrench right here. There's an anchor right here. There's a problem right here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so you're definitely right about that part. Yeah. Like we really didn't know each other that deeply to really understand like how, how we both think about money and like how we both think about finances and if we really knew like how to budget personally and together. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like this past year has been our 
great awakening when it's come to that, especially since we had to move out to this new place. So, um, so yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And um, it's going to be based on, I've been reading this book. It's called Know Yourself, Know Your Money, and it's by Rachel Cruz. Okay. And uh, so it kind of like talks about really like the foundation of like where your money comes from. And it's important to understand how your partner actually understands money and the way that they grew up with thinking about it because that really like shapes their whole worldview of how they spend money, how they save money, whether or not um, they're even, if they have an idea or even aware of like how you even like should steward over your money. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it's called, so the book is called Know Yourself, Know Your Money. And she talks about like the four money classrooms. And really, like, with the money classrooms, it just gives a foundation for understanding, like, why you handle the money the way that you do. But it's, these classrooms, like, don't define you, though. So Greg and I kind of, like, peruse throughout the classrooms throughout the week, and we're going to share them with you. Here and there. And then uh, we're going to talk about which one that he thinks that I grew up in and which one I think that he grew up in and mm. see if we're right, first of all. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, Yeah. Uh, okay. Scressful. <laughs> Very stressful. Scressful. Yes, I know. Everyone's getting hot. because Everybody's no, like. Nobody likes to talk about that, money. That, that key and peel meme where everybody's looking at looking at each other and just sweat going down. <laughs> yeah, which is the worst <laughs> thing. I hate that. That's why, like I say, like, I don't like that speaking about money is just such a taboo thing to talk about. Because, because it's like with this day and age, people, when it comes to money, you don't know what the next person is going to think about you. Yeah. Like, let's say, like, let's say you spend too much and you're like. Oh, they 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 don't they're not responsible or oh they got money they can do their thing or you're cheap then they're like oh he must be going through hard times or oh he just really just doesn't feel like going out yeah. so you don't know the perception of what people think about you that's the thing about money it's always what the other person's thinking so I guess even in our with our situations and our problems it was always like I'm embarrassed because what does my wife think about me when I spend money and stuff like that yeah 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 and then me I'm like oh my god why is he spending money yeah. <laughs> That, no, 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 no. Say it, say, it, say it in that voice again. No, 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 no. Say it in that voice again. Say, say it in that voice again. I have a very bad habit of just checking and seeing what Greg spends money on. Say it in that voice again. so embarrassing because I'm growing. But say it in that voice. Oh, my God. What is my husband's been money? That, that, is, that is literally how I think she's saying really? it. Really? When Yes. Whatever, like, she'll call, and it'll be like... Uh, I'm not doing well, this anymore. Well, I'm getting better. No, okay. no, 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 no. But it, won't, but it won't be, like, big, like, small things. It won't be like, hey, why'd you spend, like, $4? All right, that's that's not a problem. <laughs> I will literally go and go, okay, I'm about to go to the gym. Let me get myself a Gatorade. Let me get myself a protein bar. And look, look, I get that's stuff that you shouldn't be spending money on and all that. But so I'm still. Buy it in bulk but, but, I, but hold on, this is my story. I'm sorry. So I, I'll go to the store. I'll get a Gatorade or something. Like I literally just left the gym. Uh, I get a protein bar. Whatever. This is before like we literally bought two bags of, of protein. Now that so now I don't have an excuse to get it. And I'll literally be driving. She's calling. So I'm thinking it's a regular. Hey babe, I was <laughs> just thinking so about bad. you. I literally will pick up the phone and say, Hey my darling sweetheart, who I love so much. How are you doing? <laughs> What did you spend at a uh, quick trip for twelve dollars and fifteen cents? What did you spend at Target? That was seventeen dollars. I'm sitting there like this is really embarrassing. I'm sitting there looking at the phone like to death do us part. To death do us part. 
Oh my god. But 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 I will but but to to lower it back so y'all won't jump on my wife in her defense, she does have to make that phone call about six times a week. She's like, okay, babe, you narding went to Crick Trip three times this week. All right, babe, you've been to Target three (laughs) years. I have a problem of spending in increments. Yes. Yes. Which is why it's so important to understand. You're how your partner grew up in a household of how they handle money in their household because it helps you understand really what they're thinking. So let's get into the classroom. Let's do it. All right. The Wait, first one. <laughs> okay, so there's four. Right. Two of them are stressed and then two of them are calm. So the first one is called anxious, emotionally stressed, and verbally closed. Yeah. And the second one is unstable, emotionally stressed, and verbally open. The third, and these are the calm ones. So it's unaware, emotionally calm, verbally closed. And then the fourth one is secure, emotionally calm, and verbally open. So we'll talk about the first one first. So the anxious, emotionally stressed, and verbally closed classroom. So this is a start thinking about like how you grew up and what was money like as a child. Like what is what was your first idea of money when you think about this? So did you feel growing up like you felt anxious or like anxiety and tension around money? Uh, was money never talked about in your household? You observe money habits between your parents versus like actually hear them discuss it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just like you would see them and how they would act. Let's say like your mom's at the register and she's like freaking out and trying to like tally up every single thing and be sure the bill's right mm-hmm. versus like actually like hearing her say something to you or your um, or your parents about it, whoever raised you in that um, aspect. Or, like, you didn't feel the freedom to really ask questions about money growing up. Right. Um, and so, for, like, this classroom, really, like, a lot of challenges that people who grew up in this classroom face is that, like, talking about money is really hard for them. It's, like, pretty uncomfortable because they never really had to talk about it. But they knew it was a stressful thing because they saw how stressful it was. Um, and then, like, it's, like, difficult for you to open up to, like, your spouse or family about any kind of talking about money. And then, or you have like a underlying fear around like the lack of money, mm-hmm. um, or scared that like you're not gonna like have enough money like for retirement for it to live. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's the first one. I don't think that you grew up in that classroom. Okay. Am I right or wrong? No, you're you're right. I'm right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't grow up in that one. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so I say the second one. Yes. I, I, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't think you grew up in that one either. No, no, no. I didn't. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I, I. I didn't grow up in that one. You definitely didn't grow up. They were rich. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so that was dad my works first for the FBI. classroom. <laughs> the first classroom, <laughs> that is the anxious, emotionally stressed, and verbally closed. Right. So um, let's do classroom number two. All right, classroom number two is unstable, emotionally stressed, verbally open. Do you feel money was a source of conflict in your house growing up? Parents argued about money between themselves. Emotions in the house were, cha- were charged and explosive. Heard the same money fights over and over. You often feel fearful, anxious, unloved because you often heard no from your parents in a short-tempered way when asked for things. Challenges for this quadrant. You anticipate that talking about money will always be emotionally charged. Uh, You expect painful conflict with your spouse. Or if you're single, you expect money will always be a tough conflict in marriage. Uh, and if married, you feel less than confident about your ability to work as a team to solve the problem. Do you? Okay, I think you grew up in this classroom. Okay. Am I right or wrong? No. I'm wrong? You're wrong. Dang. I would get, I, 
but you know. Okay, can I tell you why, though? But yeah, I, so I was about to say, I think I know why you would say this, though. But go ahead. Okay. I want to hear why you think. I guess, like, I thought you did, because, I mean, like, you've, like, shared stories about, like, you remember your parents, like, being, like, talking a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Like, and being, like, having, like, disagreements or disputes about money growing up. So I guess I thought that when it said, like, money was, like, a source of conflict in your house growing up or, like, parents or, like, emotions in the house were charged and explosive, I felt like, I felt like that was your classroom because I feel like sometimes with me, it's, I think that you get very, like, tense mm-hmm. whenever I bring it up, and I thought it was because of, like, how you grew up that so you it, figured to be so, charged already. So I, I say this in a way to say it like this. My, my parents didn't argue about money. It was, so... The problem I have, my dad has, you know, has had. He doesn't do do it no more. Mm-hmm. Like we just go go to. This is where I get that like from. Spend money on little things. Literally, here and he there. literally like, oh, it's lunch break. Let me go get like five things from the corner store. Oh, it's lunch break. Let me go to eat here. But that's the thing that I grew up with, and my mom wasn't so much tripped over that because he, I think he had, I had, a, I have more of a problem than he did. He would do this like maybe a few times. Mm-hmm. I do this like three, four times a week. Which, which now I'm kind of like getting better at stop breaking stuff oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> over here knocking the mics. Um, but no, like when it came to it, cause I, but I, but the reason why I didn't and you, and I can tell you why I wasn't like this. Why? Why do you think I wasn't like this? Cause I have two family members in my family that were close to us that we didn't have to worry too much about. Oh, cause your grandma and your grandma, aunt. Grandma, my aunt. We, it's literally like, and not because they were like rich mm. or they had money, but my grandma, we were so close to my grandmother and my aunt. And we were over their house all the time. Who was there? Yeah. You know, I didn't have to worry about like school clothes. Like my mom did. All my mom had to do was say, hey, hey, mama, can you go get my, can you go get Greg some school clothes? My grandma never asked her for a dime back, you know, because it's like, oh, this is my grandbaby. I can go do this. And and this is for all of us. Yeah. My sisters, my nephews. We didn't have to worry about anything. When when my mom and dad were like, you know, I don't have it at the moment. Because it wasn't like we were just broke, broke my whole life. We struggled. Mm-hmm. But once I got a little older, my parents changed careers and they had better jobs. You know, we bought a house, they bought better cars, these things. But when they did fall short, my aunt and my grandma were literally like five seconds behind. Like, we got them. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, that's why I could see why you thought number yeah. two was me. I know. And, the, mm-hmm. and no, but that brings a good point because that's like the caveat because mm-hmm. it's how you you look at the classroom that you grew up in based on your childhood, like who you saw handle money. And it doesn't always have to be your parents it because if you're raised by somebody else or if you're like you grew up around your grandma or your aunt, then that's where you got your example from mostly. Mm-hmm. So, so okay, yeah. Because for right. some reason, I thought my grandma was the richest person in the world. <laughs> I, I don't know where she, I don't know where this money would pop up from. I'm talking about like, I needed like a something for, for school. It was like, I, I needed something huge. I think it was like $500. Mm-hmm. And what did you need? For I don't school? No, 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 because I was my oh. parents were big on the PTO thing and it was like the whole set this up, oh, set that PTO's up. PTO is a scam. My yeah, yeah, I, I for real because when we are kids, I'm gonna tell <laughs> I them. I'm gonna tell and them. I'm bringing be home the president no president of the PTO, so let me stop. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know if it was $500, I don't know how much Wait, it was. PTO, parent, PT, is that what parent, it's called? teacher, something. We I really don't, don't have kids. And I this don't is care. It. I'm about to say shit. Sure. <laughs> Ward's I, I, like, <laughs> excuse my language. Ward's our producer, guys. Y'all know. But yeah, he's like, bro, I'm about to say, I don't even care. So it don't even matter. <laughs> but um, PTA. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you would have thought I would have knew because my parents were like hard, hardcore involved. I was like, so I'm sitting there like, <laughs> they're like, 
PTA, parent teacher, what? Association. Okay. Yeah. PTA. I know. That's what I was saying. No, but I don't know what it was. My grandmother just came out of nowhere and said, it's handled. I was like, what? She's like, it's handled. Yes, I was like, wow. Love her. Where'd you get that money from? <laughs> but yeah, so I can see why you thought two was me. Okay, okay. So then let's move on. I, I was you're wrong. definitely not two. Yeah, no. I was no. I can answer that for you. Oh yeah, no, wasn't wasn't number two. Okay. Um, and so okay, the next one. So these are the calm classrooms. So when we say calm, we think about like the emotions around the topic of money. Mm-hmm. So number three is unaware, emotionally calm, verbally closed. So this is, um, you didn't worry about money or think about money at all growing up. Uh, ignorance is bliss for this, the people in this category. So it felt like life was good and everything was fine. Uh, maybe your family was like really well off and didn't really talk about money in front of the kids. Or maybe your parents were actually really like struggling and they didn't really want the kids like worry about it. So you never really heard them talk about it okay. um, in front of you. And, um, or so really like either way, you really don't know like how money works because it was never really verbally discussed. Yeah, and number three is very interesting. Yeah, because it has it, it it has like maybe two or three sides to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, and then and also and really like with this classroom, like the parents that you had, like they really had like a motivation to really like protect their kids, which mm-hmm. is why a lot of times they felt like being like verbally like close about it was the best way to be. Okay. Um. But yeah, so then like the challenges for people that if like you feel like, okay, that sounds like that's me, uh, that you normally deal with is that when you grew up in this classroom, you kind of like don't really know where to begin to really like look at money, like understand it or get the whole picture of money. Mm-hmm. Um, or like sometimes you might feel betrayed because you weren't taught how to do things like budget or like to invest or to try to stay out of debt. Mm-hmm. Um, or you like may like have found out that your parents didn't really handle their finances as well when you thought that everything was like a breeze growing up and then you get older and you ask them they're just like oh no like we have like no way to take care of ourselves and you got to do all this and that so um so yeah that is unaware emotionally calm verbally closed i think that's you okay yeah you're right yeah okay why why'd you why'd you think that was me because i remember the discussions you had like you would randomly like well we're not random we would be on the discussion of money but i remember you would kind of be like you know, I wish my yeah, I wish my parents didn't make it seem like everything was great. Like they, I, of course, they everything was fine. But I wish they would probably be more like, hey, when you get out in the world, this is gonna happen. I remember mm-hmm. you would have these talks with me, be like, yeah, my parents made it seem like life was great. I mean, yeah, we we were good kids. We were very taken care of. Our parents had money, all this and that. But once we became adults, it was like, wait. Uh, there's struggle <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah facts yeah you're right mm-hmm. like i definitely feel i was especially the unaware part um because i mean it's the feeling betrayed that you weren't really taught about money i have definitely i went through a phase of feeling that i would say probably within i'm just really getting over that like the past two years because mm-hmm. i feel like i've learned so much about how to budget, how to invest, and do, and do different things. And then for me, like, I ended up going to undergrad for free. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't, like, a thing of having debt. But then, like, going into, like, grad school, like, I did for my doctor degree. And now, like, looking back on I wish I would have done things differently. Okay. Um, but in the background, my parents, like, they, like, like you said, like, we never had to want for anything. It was, like, if we, if we wanted something, we, like, got it. 
Um, I always tell them do really well. They paid off their cars, paid off their house early. Like they did all the things that you're like supposed to. They have investments and stuff, and but they never talked to us about anything. Right. And so I mentioned that to my dad. And I said, why didn't you guys ever really like say anything about, hey, like this is what we're doing with our finances. I don't say anything, but um, his response was just like, well, you know, I don't know. I guess I should have just, you know, not pay a light bill sometime just to make y'all stress out a little bit. And I was like, what? That's the oh. weirdest thing to say to your daughter. You're just going to not pay the light <laughs> you bill. You see this? Because, <laughs> because you want to. It's going to be you. <laughs> like, you going to pay attention. <laughs> and I, was like, I just looked at him like, no, but now I feel like I'm behind because I feel like I should know this. And you could have told me what y'all did. Oh, my God. But you That's just funny. didn't. But, I mean. I think the big thing I had to learn with this is that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold my parents like hostage and be like, oh my goodness, because mm. this isn't this honestly, at the end of the day, like we're not parents yet, but just nah. being adult children now, I understand that our parents really have like done the best that they could do. Like they really just trying to do the best that they can do. And right. if they felt like whenever they grew up, they grew up in household where like the conversation about money was charged, they felt they needed to protect us and like not really talk about it, but have everything be great well and good on their side of it then okay then that's fine you know okay. they're not and then too a lot of times um with this you may have siblings and the way that i pictured what classroom i feel like i grew up in might be different from what my older sister my little brother think because true. everyone has a different perspective because depending on like what age she is or like if you have a much older sister or brother then during that time period like your parents or whoever raised you could have been I mean, struggling at that point in time and like trying to like get out of debt. And so you see like it's a very emotionally charged thing. Then you come and you're born and you're younger. And now they're at the point that now they're cruising because they finally figured it out. Mm. So it's like, don't be alarmed if like you talk to your parents or siblings about this. And they're just like, uh, I don't agree with what you say. Like, that's how you grew up because it's your perspective at the end of the day. That's true. But So what do you think about me? I mean, I'm stumped now. I'm guessing this is your classroom too. So the re <laughs> the reason the reason I, I this is a this is a very tricky situation for me because I am half of two and three. That's ah, why I okay. said two. I can't agree with. Yeah. But it was some parts and I was like, def it hit like right on the nose. But then three was like definitely. Uh, majority of three was everything, but I yeah. there are some parts in two that I can say was me because being that my growing up, you know we. We weren't the wealthiest people in the world, mm -hmm. but my mom and dad, like my mom literally like would make, you know, like mamas do. My mom hungry. All right. And you come out of nowhere and there's literally a full course meal on the table. Mm -hmm. You think life is great in this little bitty apartment, Ashley Parks in Houston, Texas, on the side of Reliance Stadium where it's not even Ashley Parks no more. That small little apartment, you thinking like, oh, mama making magic. We live in a mansion. <laughs> and mama was struggling. You know, mm -hmm. mama was, dad was out there working security job, working at Target you know, working for a construction site just to make that money come in. And it just, you know, it was just the crazy part that our, me and my sister's school was right around the corner of my grandma's aunt house. So whenever we got out of school, <laughs> there's literally like for real food sitting yeah. on the table. And then when we hit like nine, 10 years old, mom and dad said, hey, we got new jobs. We got a house. So I would hear the money struggles and the money talks and be like, you know, why did you spend this? Or, you know, we... We need to pay this off. We need to pay that off. But those talks would be like, boom. And then my mom, I'd be like, why are you and dad fighting? No reason. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong. 
everything's fine. Oh, so they wouldn't like really tell you? They wouldn't you. tell me. Yeah, it wouldn't but be like. But did you a, know that it was like fights about? I money. would hear about it, but then like, but you gotta think about it. after a while, like when years go by, I don't hear it no more. Yeah. Because now I'm a little older. Like now, stuff is just like, all right, cool. I just know food's gonna hop up in the fridge. You know, I know things are gonna be like this. You know, if, at that young age, I was more aware. Like, you know, oh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna trip if there's not food in the in the yeah. cupboard. I'm not gonna trip if there's not food in the fridge. Once that pay, them paychecks start going in with my parents, and you know, I'm playing ball. I'm becoming older. Once I hit like 15, 16, I'm food in the fridge. I'm cool. <laughs> I don't gotta worry about them uh, talking about struggling and stuff like. Cause my mom and my mom, yeah, you'll say they she struggled a lot as a, as a child. But my dad, he struggled like because there was a lot of them in the house, a lot of my yeah. aunt, aunts and uncles, and that money talk wasn't a big thing in that house. They yeah. did not talk about money. Yeah, they didn't. My mom, she talked about money a little bit here and there because my grandma knows how to save money. My grandmother's credit was pretty good, mm-hmm. so these talks weren't really big with me. So the whole thing was the only talk I got actually my parents really had that was real like heart setting was, do not take out a lot of student loans. Mm-hmm. That's like when I when I got into college, my mom was like, "You gonna take out one loan, mm-hmm. and if it just don't work out, you gotta come home." Because yeah. she actually had known about the whole student loan thing. Yeah, they knew you were gonna marry a doctor, so yeah, they, they, they <laughs> <read the> future. <laughs> so you couldn't have any. <laughs> and that was another thing. My parents, my mom, my, my parents actually had really high expectations for me too. Uh, my sisters, being that my sisters were basically science experiments, I'll say it. I don't care. I don't care if you watch this. They were science experiments. I don't care. I'm what the prize. What does that mean? I'm the prize. I'm the favorite. I'm the baby. So, um, <laughs> I hope they see this. So I, I, don't care. I don't care if they <laughs> do. Uh, chop, chop this video up and put it on our Instagram story. I hope they see this. But, uh, <laughs> no, your sisters will wring your neck. Yeah, whatever. Keep Anyways, going. I'm sorry. So, uh, no, you're good. So, uh, I was about to put this inside. So, the whole thing with them was my mom and dad were like, look, you know, you grew up, we raised you right. You're going to go to college. Mm-hmm. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. When I got to college, it was like, no, this didn't work out. Yeah. So when it came to the whole coming home, living with parents, you know, as a you know, a young adult, 21, 22, 23, now I'm like, hey, I need money. Why? Why do you need money? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a young adult going to, going to class and working on 9 to 5. Why do you need money now? It wasn't a thing of my parents saying, we need money because we're struggling. But it also wasn't a thing of, we need money to teach you a lesson. I didn't know where it was coming from. I just thought, like, they're being mean. They're just trying to teach me, like, oh, yeah, give me money. Now that you live with us, you a big grown. Like, like you ever want to listen to, like, a Chris Tucker um, a stand-up comedy about how his parents would put, like, mm-hmm. a, a military pamphlets on his bed? It, in a way, my parents were trying to teach me a lesson, but they weren't verbally saying what's going on. Yeah. They weren't saying... Save your money, son. This is what's going to happen when you buy an apartment. You have to give rent. You have to do this. Yeah. They weren't saying those things. It was just more like, hey, you live here. You, you, you know, you 22, 23. Give me some money. Mm-hmm. You know, but it wasn't like that. So let me be, you know, I hope they don't see this. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be like, wow. No, I'm sending it to them. Don't come home but, for Christmas, uh, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. But no, I mean, that's real, though, because I feel like that is a lot, that is common, a lot of households where it's just, I don't, and that's why I really just, like, want to change. I mean, I feel like the conversation about money, it should be, like, taught, like, age appropriate when you start mm-hmm. young. Like, here's a piggy bank for my child. Save this. And right. then put this here. And then, like, I just think that those those lessons are important for life because you don't want to become like our age. And then now here we are 
married trying to like struggle to figure it out right. which is fine i mean it's, it's our journey you know we're like feel- figuring it out together but it's still like i think that a lot of times it could have been not we wouldn't have as much growing pains if mm-hmm. the foundation could have been a little bit different and that's the thing that. i feel like at our age everything's not perfect but the blueprint is great like okay we there's Way more time to turn it around. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect time to start paying things off. This is a perfect time to start putting money to the side. This is a perfect. T- this age right now is actually the perfect time. If you do it early, oh, that's yeah. even way better. Yeah. But I feel like at this age, when I come, when I'm talking about my parents. When I feel like at this age, like 29, because my my parents, I think they met when they were like 29, 30. Mm-hmm. This was the age they still didn't really know. Yeah, like my dad, which didn't is most really. people are age yeah. still don't so know. It, so it's <laughs> not their fault. Yeah, I don't blame my mom and dad for not having that because nobody taught them like that. Yeah, you know, money wasn't really just taught. Like my dad, my dad's uh, dad, my grandpa would just, my dad would tell him he's just like, ah, save money. You know, make sure you have money to treat your lady. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have money to put gas in your tank. Yeah, stuff like that. He, my grandpa didn't even know about money, money yeah. stuff like that, like retirement funds and 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 benefits and. And um, what, uh, having an emergency fund, like what if the car breaks down? Like, oh, if the car breaks down, you sh- whatever your check can come out next week. Or they'll be like, oh, let's choose credit card. Yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> so, credit card. Yeah, it was and the credit now card. You're effect. like swimming in credit card debt. Exactly. Yeah. So, but we need to finish. We need to get like know, to the last it was, one. It was, it was getting deep. I know it was. <laughs> <laughs> but the last one. So this classroom is. Oh, sorry, my bad. I just love to talk. This is yours. No, no, no. Like, Don't say you love to talk. What do you love to talk about? Money. Exactly. <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be watching this on on uh, YouTube. Be like, uh, uh, Greg, I am, Greg the red flag. I'm the so nerd. All she does is talk about money. Greg, I'm red the nerd flag. When it comes to things like finance. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Why are you over there laughing? Because <laughs> he can tell. <laughs> all right, guys. Number four is secure, emotionally calm, verbally open. This is what everybody should try. I guess should strive Stri- to be. Yeah, that's good. What yeah. you said. Uh, so do you feel your parents talked about money often and openly? You possibly saw your parents doing budget date nights or weekly money meetings. You observed calm and intentional conversation of, uh, conversations about finances. You felt calm, secure, and aware of money. You knew your parents were on the same page. Your parents didn't need to have a lot of money to be a part of this classroom, but they knew how much they and how much they had in management. Oh, okay. That was together. a typo. I ain't like that. Yeah. <laughs> they had in management well, you know, together. Challenges for this quadrant. You may underestimate what it uh, takes to create this classroom. You probably didn't see the sacrifices your parents made in order to get this place. You probably don't realize the pain and discipline it took for your parents. Why are you laughing at me? Because <laughs> the way I'm reading? Yes. Oh, my no, God. because you're you... talking about my Oh, oh, oh. You probably don't realize the pain and discipline it took for your parents to say no to what they really wanted in order to raise you in this quadrant. I'm over here like, why is she laughing? I'm like, I'm over here. And the money and sacrifices. Like that little kid pain. that you never wanted to stand up in class and read because it was going to take forever. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I definitely oh, no, was, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. no, no, no. I was I saying it was you. I know, oh, you, no, I no, know no. you read well. Your mother wouldn't have let you do that. But I definitely was a kid that would be like, oh, my gosh, let me read it for you and get in trouble. So I was that child. Quick, I was quick, about thir- to finish quick thirty first. second story. I actually got up and, and read and stumbled over a word, and this girl was like, "Oh my god!" And I literally yelled out in the class, "Hey, Miss, shut up!" And my teacher was like, "Mr. Harris," I said, "I'm sorry. She needs to shut up." <laughs> How dare I apologize. you? Apologize. 
But yeah. Jaleesa. I say her name. I like, I don't care. Oh, I still don't like Jaleesa you to this is day. such a common name, so nobody knows. I'll those. fight her. Yeah. I don't, I'll fight her to this day. <laughs> you have a wife now. I'll fight her. Yeah. I'll okay. jump it. I'll throw a kick in there here and there. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, okay, yeah. So, the secure, emotionally calm, verbally open classroom. So, honestly, I think the challenge is going to be, like, for us, is really figuring out how we are going to raise our kids in an environment where they can they can grow up in a classroom like this, where right. they can see us having discussions about money um, and not, not their mom freaking out in the car because dad went to racetrack to spend $20 on something that we could have got from Costco at wholesale at a cheaper price. But, yeah, so they need to see us, like, actually <laughs> – they need to see us actually talking about things and be like, this is like our weekly budget <laughs> and our, no, our monthly budget. And we're on top of this and like, okay. And like explain to them, like, this is like what you should do whenever you start young and how your money can grow as time goes on. Yeah. And I want to say as like a man, you know, cause you got to throw it in, in this light, in this day and age, you got to say as a man, but as a man in this day and age. We do get upset when we feel like our money and our wallet and our pockets are managed. And that's one thing I did struggle with coming into this relationship. Well, this marriage, I would say. Yeah. Because you would just try to talk to me about it. I'm getting mad. Like, why are you in my pockets? Why are you telling me how much to spend? Why are you giving me a, a, a what was it, a, a fun money? Stuff like that. <laughs> Greg's fun money. For Greg's fun money. Budget I'm sitting there like, why are you giving me fun money? <laughs> what do I look like? Black like allowance? My child. Did you, where, where did you spend that quick trip that was $12.15? <laughs> but no, but like men, we do have these um, these mindsets, we, these egos, because we don't want our, our pockets to be managed and, and all this. And I know the, the Kevin Samuel man out there will probably be like, yeah, brother, you tell her. But what my thing that I'm trying to say is, when you're in a marriage, this is a uh, this is a partnership. a partnership. This is a this is not Batman and Robin. This is literally Batman and Batman. This is Superman and Superman. Y'all both working together. So she's literally paying more attention to the money, and you're not because you're just like I got money in my pocket. Nobody's gonna tell me what to do with it. Your wife is trying to be conscious of your future. So that's one thing I have to kind of control. And you know, every time you try to talk Aww. about talk uh, talk to me about money, I'm like. Ugh. Like your skin was Yeah, I know. Like, ugh, don't touch me. Uh, ugh, I'm allergic. Like, I would sneeze and like, ugh, get away. Go give me some tissue. But no, it was more of a, no, babe, I really, really, really want to make sure that you're not spending and you're not overspending. Because let me tell you, I hate to say it because you know I don't like saying it. I do not look at the bank account. There, I said it. Now, I said it. It's there. <laughs> I don't look at the bank account. And now I'm starting to get better at looking at it because I'm one of those people that I will, well, Bills on auto pay, and the bills are fine. My car note gonna come out. My rent gonna come out. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, my insurance gonna come out. Everything's gonna come out. My check is my my balance in there is like twelve, thirteen hundred. I'm fine. Everything's fine. And then I'm I look at the account like, oh, I'm negative two hundred. I wonder what happened. Bro, you just gave me anxiety. <laughs> Oh she, my was like, she was like, why are you over? I'm like, baby, it's just negative 20. It's fine. She's like, why are you in the negative? I mean, my bills on auto pay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's She's there like, I'm looking at the account because I'm trying to make sure you don't you don't go over. And I would get upset. I would get mad. Like, why are you watching, why are you watching my bank account? Why are you watching my wallet? Now I'm like, she's like, hey, did you look at the account? Yeah, babe, I looked at the account today. We looked pretty good today. Oh, okay. Hey. Put some gas in my car, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this, fellas, this is not you asking your wife for permission. 
hey, babe, I'm going to go get a Gatorade. That's just literally letting your wife know that you're verbally letting her know, look, I dipped into the account. I looked at the money. I want to go buy a Gatorade. You're not sitting there saying, is it okay if I go buy a Gatorade? Please, yeah. Could you please with a tell But I will say that's why it's good to just build into the budget line. Like, here, this is what you're doing with your card, and right. I don't need to see it anymore. So the way that we actually figured out that problem um, of me just freaking out about Greg spending money at racetrack and quick trip all the time is that he has his own nah, card. Now, say how you want to say it. What are you talking about? That's what I want to say. No, no, no. Greg's fund money, like you said earlier. Yeah, I mean, that's what I put, call on the budget line. Greg's fund money. You do whatever you want with this money over here. But everything else is allocated. So, like, so I and I don't want to see whatever so, you're doing. It sounds so funny, man. <laughs> Greg's fund money. <laughs> There's Meg's fund money on the budget line, too. It's fine. Make it normal. <laughs> Just make it normal, guys. I, I, I never heard of that until I met my wife. So, <laughs> but it actually, but but in all actuality, that is an extremely great idea. Yeah, it and is, like, and is. now it's just it's remedy me like trying to I don't know manage whatever you're doing when you just. Once you max out your fund money, that is your business. Right. Like, if you want to do that at the beginning of the month, cool. You do that. <laughs> but I don't need to see it anymore because I don't want to keep having to call you talking about that. Because, yeah, I'd rather us talk about great things, having fun, like, you know, mm. besides me just being like, oh, my God, Greg, why did you do this? So, so dude, you got to do it. You got, you, you're not doing it like you do it in real life. Greg, why are you spending twelve fifteen? <laughs> a quick, you gotta do. You yeah, put. <laughs> um. So, why did you just spend five dollars and thirty one cents? <laughs> and I be sitting there and, and I, at I, Kroger, we I got swear. groceries on Sunday. <laughs> and what happens? Look, 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 look. And what happens after you do that? You go, hello, <laughs> hello, because I be sitting there over there looking at the phone. It's like, like dead silent. I'm I like, like bro, this. <laughs> What a marriage license is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so, on that note, really, I would say to have this conversation with Please. your partner. Have this conversation with your spouse or whoever, like, you're cohabitating with. Because it is really good to truly get, like, an understanding and foundation of how they grew up and how they managed money. Right. So that you guys can be better in Create a secure environment that you can discuss it. It's normal and it's comfortable. All right. And one thing you you also should do is um, have these talks with your families. Have yeah. these talks with your parents. Like, like still that. to this day, I have no idea where my a lot of my tendencies came from. But I know that the tendencies of me going to spend random little bitty increments of money at like gas stations or Kroger or Publix, that comes from my dad. And you know, I've I've asked him probably one time and. He said, I don't do it no more, so I don't know. But now, I, now that I'm more educated on it, my wife, me and her talked. We actually sit down, watch seminars, read books. Now I'm like, well, now I can actually go and say, Dad, why did you do it? Why Why didn't you? Like, well, of course, they didn't know about meal prepping back in the day. Like, mm -hmm. they did, but, you know, nobody was really doing it. Now these days, we, we meal prep. So, you know, I, I'll give them that. But also, guys that don't have a lot of money, the neck, the insufficient funds is not okay. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, yeah thing. yes. But okay, I'm the so. king of insufficient funds, and I I take this crown off. I don't want to. I don't want that anymore. Well, I'm very proud. Especially of that. when look, look. You think it's bad when she's like, "Why did you spend this?" But think of how bad it is when she says, "Babe, so one of the accounts was overdrawn." What happened? 
I, I be scared. I ain't gonna lie. I don't get like, oh, why she talk? I be like sitting there like. And on that note, <laughs> we'll leave you guys with the hump day treat of the day okay. is really that honestly, like you is not really about how much you make or how little you make. It really comes up to how much can you, how, how well do you do at stewarding over what you have and what you've been given? So I feel like in our society, in our world, there's this huge thing like I need to make more, I need to make more, I need to make more. But that's not really the answer. The answer is that how are you able to are you able to actually budget steward and be a good steward over what you've been given because if you have bad money habits while you have little then we get a lot it's not you're still gonna have the same bad money habits it's not gonna stay so yeah and on that note let's wrap up the show all right you can always find me at dr megan harris on ig and you can find me at greg k harris jr on ig and be sure you're following at get it together on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube uh, to stay connected with us. So until next time, get it together. Get it together. Bye. I know. I'm still trying to get better at that. What? <laughs> get